It's Aisha here from God FM. Yeah, I didn't want to live through too much of that. Um, <laughs> this uh, song pretty much tells you everything. Uh, this I got from the Lord. And basically, what it's telling me is everything to do with Valentine's lead us, leads us away from the love of the Lord. Because God is love. And so my sermon today is called Valentine Veil in Time, which is what it is. Hmm. Today's the 13th of February, 2023. And uh, as I say, I'm going to go through all the pagan roots today of Valentine's, which everybody's about to start celebrating tomorrow, um, and how it isn't parts of the Bible, and it's not part of what the Lord wants you to do. But also there's a lot of peer pressure with these sort of um, pagan festivals, isn't there? You know, with Christmas and uh, Easter and birthdays and things. Oh, you didn't buy any one thing for Johnny because it's Christmas and you don't celebrate it. It's so bad. And then you become the bad ogre because you don't celebrate it. It's very evil. Mm-hmm. <sighs> very frustrating. Take a deep breath. Okay. Uh, just to give you a background on that song, all right, um, the song I had in my mind, I kept humming it, but I couldn't think of the words. So then um, I thought, well, okay. I, um, I had to reset my phone anyway. So I reset the phone, and then while I was thinking, the Lord said to me, put in to the search something to do with, um, was it? There was a certain search term and this song came up um, and it was something about time and uh, thunder or something like this. So. Oh, smooth, it was operator, something like smooth operator, a time operator. And then it came up. Yes, that's it. I remember now. Very, very interesting. And then that came up. And when you listen to the words on this, um, it's very true. Very, very true. We're in the fire. We've been scattered um, as a people across the nations, as the Lord stated, according to his will and his word. And we would celebrate, you know, pagan festivals and worship idols, which is exactly what is happening. Um, but we need to come out of that darkness now. We need to all stand in unity together 
um, because a kingdom divided will not stand according to what Jesus tells me. All right, good. So earlier today, <laughs> uh, I did um, already a Colossians uh, a Bible study and uh, and I was just talking to somebody and um, we were talking about that and then I kept getting this uh, about Valentine and the Lord gave me this download about Valentine being a veil in time. And I was like, wow, it says it in the name. I was like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and then I thought, I have to, I have to quickly do, write all of this down um, and, and share it, you know, because it's so relative and um very very appropriate so to get it out before valentine's day okay um valentine's day is a veil in time according to the lord but it's also removing love and i believe it represents the reset as well because god is love and he is beyond time space matter our Lord is, and he's in the spirit. Satan's world is a material world. Material world, it's all about testing monies and uh, testing of uh, the flesh, as in being in the fire, as in being scattered among the nations. And so it's a test on the heart, and the earth is an anagram for the heart, and the devil is dead, lived backwards. So um, what can they do to celebrate uh, the devil, uh, but to remove God and to celebrate themselves and send each other's gifts? And it's all about self-praise and self-worship, but it's also fertility, mm, the fertility goddess. Also very interesting what the Lord showed me today. Um, by the way, you can find God FM on Telegram, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, Apple, Chrome, uh, YouTube, TikTok, BitChute, uh, all our sermons on Podbean, our media creations on Telegram, God FM Media, and also God FM News Chat for all our chats. And we've got God FM Sermons and God FM Bible School there too. And um, for all the sermons, go to Podbean. And uh, we've also got BitChute for a lot of our media videos as well now. Mm -hmm. You can email me, admin at godfm.org.uk as well. All right, let's get on with this. All right, so my first heading today is Valentine's, a veil in time. God is love. So to hide God, they had to veil him. That's very clever. God is love. So we also know that the devil is not about love. But he's about concealing the truth and love because everything to do with the devil is veiling and it's also the darkness, sin and death. We also know that Satan is in charge of time, space, matter because he is the ruler of the physical world, as in the Matrix, as in Kronos. Kronos. So Valentine's is a veil in time but it's also veiling love, which is God, because God is love. So their favorite way to promote anything against the Lord is to love yourself and put yourself above the Lord, full of pride, etc. Anything to glorify yourself above the Lord. 
and therefore celebrating things like Christmas and birthdays and all other pagan festivals. But also, this is also about fertility and stems from the roots of the pagan Roman Empire. Notice it's the Roman Church as well, the Roman Catholic Churches. And it's all about witches. It is. And celebrating to a different God. Yeah, they worship a different God to us. The God of this world is Satan. Yes, our God is above and he's the author and authority of life. We need to remember this. We must also remember that the Lord told us that we'd be scattered and worship all these other gods, celebrate pagan festivals and idol worship and all this other stuff. We need to uh, recognize and stop celebrating these festivals. We need the Lord and we need him to recognize that we follow him in our conduct. Um, Satan comes to steal and kill and destroy and he hates us. He does because we are made in the image of God. And so the Lord is opposite to Satan. The Lord loves you and Satan hates you. Also, we've got to notice that the Lord is the author, but he's also the word and the life and the truth and the light. Uh, you know, and Jesus. And Satan is the darkness and sin and death and veils um, and lies. And it's opposite to this because God that we serve is all about the truth and love. Satan always copies everything to do with the Lord, hence Valentine's Day. And I wouldn't be surprised if this day is actually all about a division in time, as separating the truth from lies, to make up more lies, to ce celebrate fake love, which isn't real and isn't alive. Because Jesus is alive inside us and he's the truth. Anything that is not the truth is not really here as well. Very interesting. So we celebrate at the moment of fake idols, and this is very bad news. <clears throat> My next heading is reality. What the Lord has shown me as well is that anything to do with lies and darkness and sin and death and the devil are not alive, and therefore they are not real. This means that what James says in the Bible, when you, certain people look in the mirror, and they can't remember what they look like. This is a representation of someone who can't recall the truth or speaks too many lies to remember the truth. When they look in the mirror, they can't remember what they look like because lies are not real. Lies are lies and they're not the truth, so therefore they're not real. If you're part of God's tribe, you're part of his tribe, which is Israel, which is Israel. And you're able to see because you're able, um, as in the first and the last, the beginning and the end. The devil is dead, lived backwards as well. So we must remember that also. So if God is the author and the word and the will and the life and the light and the truth and Jesus, then we know that Jesus came here into the flesh to manifest the word into this reality in a spiritual form 
and he left this with us. He came to rescue us from Kronos, time, space, matter, the devil, so that we have a spiritual kingdom. The preaching of Jesus was about the kingdom of God that has come upon you. And now the kingdom of God has been put inside you with the spirit. Because the Lord is inside you. Jesus lives inside you. As I was doing my study today in Colossians, that's what I really, really realized this book's all about. It's about, wow, this is amazing. Jesus is inside me. It's amazing. It's totally wow. And so Valentine's is all about not realizing who you are, not realizing who Jesus is or God, that God is love and that we don't need anything else. We just need Jesus. But they've tried to replace Jesus and make up special celebrations about fake Jesus, fake love. Because anything that's not real is not here. It's not real. Lies are not real. They're not truth. Because we we are able to see with eyes that we have. We have eyes to see, ears to hear. Therefore, we will be the witnesses of Jesus. We will know the truth and the truth will set us free. Because we have the Spirit inside us. And with the truth comes love. Because if you search hard enough for the truth, you find love. And if you search hard enough with love, you find the truth. You've got to really love it. You've got to love the truth to find the truth. You've got to love your brothers to know the truth. Because Jesus is the truth. So, blow your mind, isn't it? No matter how you say it. Uh, <laughs> I think it's incredible what the Lord shows me. Oh, my goodness. It's a tongue twister, isn't it? Um, so Jesus came here left us with the spirit he came into the spirit the the physical world and uh, he left us with his helper and he needed to do that to fulfill everything that he was doing as in he started laying the seeds here but the spirit would bring those seeds to life all in one go like the ocean of love and truth which is what the Lord is, the truth, an ocean of it, like the spirit, it goes where it wants to, so amazing, it has its own mind, so beautiful, but it's all in unity, hmm. okay, ah, so if the kingdom of God's inside you, the Lord Jesus is inside you, and the love is also inside you, it's all about the Lord and the truth, this Valentine's is to completely oppose everything that is Jesus and that everything that Jesus did for us. So it's a very bad thing to celebrate because you're celebrating fake love because the only true love is the love that God gives you. You're not to seek man. You're meant to seek God. Mm. And so... <laughs> we need to go back to basics, really. It's very interesting. My next heading is lies are lies and are not true, therefore not real. Uh, so in the stories of the Bible, we've got Jacob and the pineal gland. So um, Jacob was renamed Israel after he'd had a battle with the Lord. 
And when he um, named this place, he named it Pineal, as in, in your head. You know, the place they're trying to get to with a big stick up your nose. Yeah, Pineal. So Israel is Israel, and Jesus is yes us, and God is I am. As I'm going to the shop, so I know God's with me, and it's real. God is inside you. But this is only real if you believe it. If you don't believe it, then you're not part of the Lord. Therefore, you're not part of the truth. And if you're not part of the truth, then you're part of the lies, because there's no middle ground. It's either black or white. And so it's a question about reality and the mind as well. It's about having faith. It's also a stage. Stages are only for acting. And a lot of the actors' names that they give themselves also reflect that they really aren't real. <laughs> because they work for Satan, who is dead and doesn't really exist because the devil is dead, lived backwards. So I think it's really very interesting, and I just wanted to mention this before we really get into the pagan festivals, okay? Because when you realize that reality as you know it is actually all based on the truth and the life and the love, the love of Christ and the word and the will of the Father, all according to his will and his word, which is the truth. So if you're not standing in the truth, then you're not part of the truth the village of truth. You won't be able to understand the truth because you don't speak the same language. So interesting. Blow your mind. <laughs> I love you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so my next setting is Valentine's Day is a bad is bad news. It's a veil in time. It's a reset in time and changing what love is and hiding love and God from us. The origins of Valentine's Day is a pagan festival in February celebrated at the Ides of February or 15th of February. Lupercalia was a fertilia festival, fertility festival dedicated to Faunus, F-A-U-N-U-S, the Roman god of agriculture as well as the Roman founders Romulus and Remus. So they tell us. <laughs> I don't really believe everything I, I read either. But it's interesting to find out where they say the roots come from. Certainly not in the Bible, okay? Because there's nothing to do with Valentine's in the Bible. My next heading is Veil in Time Origins. As in Valentine Origins, the Romans celebrated this pagan festival in a very violent way. From February the 13th to the 15th, the Romans celebrated this feast of Lupercalia. The men sacrificed a goat and a dog, then whipped women with the hides of the animals they had just slain. The Roman romantics were drunk. They were naked. Um, and we've got a guy called Noel Lelensky. Now a religious studies professor at Yale University told the NPR in 2011, young women would line up for the men to hit them, Lenski had said. They believed this would make them fertile. 
The brutal feat included a matchmaking lottery in which young men drew the names of women from a jar. The couple would then um coupled up for the duration of the festival or longer if the match was right. The ancient Romans may also be responsible for the name of our modern day love. Emperor Claudius II executed two men both named Valentine on February the 14th of different years in the 3rd century supposedly. Their martyrdom was honored by the Catholic Church with the celebration of St Valentine's Day. So we've got the Catholic Church which is the Roman Roman operative word there. Roman Catholic Church who by the way worship Lucifer. They do. They sing to Lucifer and their um, their big church building is shaped like a snake. It is a pregnant, a pregnant snake also. Very interesting. Diddly dum. Okay. Um, my next setting is more on evil Valentine. As in Valentine, pagan roots, many historians believe the seeds of Valentine Day were planted in Lupasalia, an ancient Roman festival honoring Juno, the Roman goddess of marriage and the Capitoline wolf, a mythic creature who supposedly suckled Romulus. Romulus and Remus, Rome's twin founders, when they were abandoned as infants. The Roman word for wolf is lupus, uh, L-U-P-U-S. Lupusalia was a sexually charged and violent rite involving the sacrifice of dogs and male goats. I've told you about that as well. Uh, the priest known as the Lupusi, L-U-P-E-R-C-I, had their foreheads anointed with the blood from the sacrificial knife and blood from the animals and then were wiped clean with the wool soaked in milk the lupusy would later cut strips of goat hide and run naked through the city, whipping nearby women with the bloody hide. <clears throat> My next heading is Pagan Roots of Vale in Time, Valentine. Many women of rank also purposely get in their way and, like children at school, present their hands to be struck. Plutarch wrote in his life of caesar the belief is that the pregnant will thus be helped in delivery and the barren to pregnancy also during lupercalia men would choose a woman's name from a jar and escort her to the festival in some cases the couple would form a romantic bond and even marry wanted to bring this up because it keeps popping in my head so the lord wants me to talk about it all right, so um, in Sodom and Gomorrah, what they used to do is they would have regular festivals from one village to the next with each other. And what they would do is the whole family would all go and sort of have a camping exercise in the field. 
And then all of the villagers do this. And so then all the other people from another village would come and join them. And it would become a sexual orgy. And it would go on for days. And it was including children. And it was very, very perverse and disgusting. And so Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, what it really stands for, the word Sodom is to sodomy, sodomize somebody. Yes, okay. Um, and, and Gomorrah is go more at it, really, isn't it? Sodomizing and, and it's a going at it. And it's really rather revolting and disgusting. It's a sexual perversion. Now we are made man and woman in Christ and we are made in God's image. And so we need a man and a woman to make a baby and we need the spark of life. This isn't on my notes, so I'm assuming the Lord wants me to speak about what he's showing me. Okay, so because God made us in his image, Satan hates that. The Lord loves us, you see, Satan opposite. And um, Satan wants to corrupt God's creation, as in us, because he hates us. And he also wants to show off that, uh, you know, he can rule from the temple and um, embarrass us and embarrass God. It's all about his pride because Satan thinks he knows better, yeah? And so the way this narrative is interjected into our lives is on all media streams, TV, radio, and now very much so in the public arena with people prancing around, waving their bottoms and their fleshly areas off number one, but also men dressing up as women and women dressing up as men, this transsexualizing and also normalizing uh, molesting of children. This all comes into their pagan ways. It is. All of their pagan festivals are all about child sacrifice, drinking children's blood, sodomy, um, defiling the body and because we are the temple of God because he lives inside us it's about offending the Holy Spirit also and so what they've been doing for a while is uh, they've got many very well-known celebrities I would say most of them are not the sex that they claim on display on the you know mainstream media so this is what I'm finding. And so men fancy these women, but actually they're fancying other men. And this is an offense and a sin. So in unintentional, yes, because you don't realize. So, and also, hmm, this is one of the reasons why uh, breast implants and buttock implants and lip implants and things like this and nose jobs and stuff have been really well executed and promoted to become sort of fashionable, yes? Because 
Men don't have buttocks and they don't have boobs. So um, obviously it was normalized to go and have plastic surgery. So um, men who don't normally have boobs then can justify it and pretend to be a woman. And then the women that are watching it at home go, oh, you know, maybe I should go and get my boobs done. Or the husband starts drawing pictures in magazines with girls with big boobs because he wants a woman with bigger boobies because he's seeing these pornographic type of images on the TV and things and also in the public now of what we should be looking to uh to, to try and uh, aspire to be or, or to, to like. And women are not shaped like these celebrities. They're not, you know. Um, so uh, you've got various different shapes and sizes of women, really. And variety, it's, it's good that we've all got something different, you know. Um, I've got friends who've got really small boobs and then I've got friends who've got big boobs and then some of them have bigger hips and smaller hips and, you know, some of them have narrow legs, some of them have big legs, but all of them are beautiful, really. Some have double chins and that also is cute and sweet. Some people have little bellies that fold over. And that's also very sweet and lovely. If you've had children, then yes, you're going to have slight disruptions. But that makes you even more beautiful because you have fulfilled what the Lord has brought you here for, having children. And being a mother is an amazing thing. And for men also, they've really pushed this um, taking supplements to increase their testosterone or whatever and um, to, to regain their muscle mass and all of this. And they see these guys on the television and they think that's what they've got to look like. And women think that's what we're meant to look for. No, no. Um, a true worker, a true man, doesn't have big, huge muscles like He-Man. He's gonna be sweating and he will have a bit of blubber to keep him warm. But if he's working out on the farm or whatever, then, you know, that's n nothing like these bodybuildery types that everybody's trying to become. See, what Satan, I think, has done is he's given us idols to look up to so that we'd stop admiring the real true qualities of who we are and, and the real aspects of our physical attributes. Because the Lord made you as you are. Fearfully and wonderfully you are made. The Lord loves you. Picked all little hairs and what color eyes you'd have and everything else. And so Satan comes along and tries to make you doubt who you are. So you think you're not pretty or you're not good looking. But it's not what's outside that makes you good looking. It's what's inside. 
when the story of David comes up, when Samuel was going to the house of Jesse to pick out a king, as the Lord had told him, the father Jesse brought all the sons to Samuel, thinking, oh, you know, he's going to pick one of these. And Samuel was thinking, oh, this one will probably be the one because he's really good looking and he's very well built and whatever. The Lord said, no, I look on the inside. I don't look like man does. I look on the inside, not on the outside appearance. And so, because we're dealing with love and truth, which is spiritual, which is manifested inside us, as in Jesus, we've got to embrace who we really are and reject anything plastic and fake. And so, it's a rethink, I think. I think that's very, very beautifully illustrated. Um, everything I got there was from the Lord. I hope that is understandable. Um, okay. Hmm. So where have we got to? <laughs> uh, so this celebration uh, continued on and on. And they make up all sorts of different lies about how this Valentine's Day came into being. <coughs> and there's the various saints that they claim were called Valentine. And it's just a puzzle of lies. You know, when you know it's lies, because they don't add up. But there are some interesting uh, things which I wanted to share with you. Birds and bees is one of the headings here. In med medieval Europe, People also reportedly believed birds chose their mates on February the 14th. In his book, Parliament of Fowls, Chaucer imagined the goddess nature paired off all the birds on St. Valentine's Day. Um, and then also there was a competition that used to happen in, uh, for King Charles the 6th of France, he established the Charter of Court of Love as a distraction from a particularly nasty bout of plague. According to a post on the University of Oxford website, members of the court would meet for dinner in Paris on February the 14th. Male guests were expected to perform an original love song which would be judged by a panel of young women. <laughs> so there's lots of very interesting things. But this, these are all pagan. These are people who don't worship the same God. And I have to say this while I'm on this subject. Nothing can stop God's plan for your life. Nothing can stop you from being a child of God. Nothing can stop God from having your name imprinted into the palms of his hand. Nothing can stop the fact that God is God and he is your God and he is your father and he loves you. No one can pretend and no one can be God, no matter how hard they try. So that's important. So you have to realize who you are and uh, accept that uh, we've been lied to and we have to come back to the father, back to the truth back to the source of of all the truth hmm, through the spirit 
Okay, what I actually think is about 120 years ago, they did a reset, they rewrote history completely. We had free electricity on the tram lines and we had the orphan trains and the incubator fairs and everything else. So they just completely re rehashed everything as far as I'm concerned. Um, and they've done everything they can to push us away from the truth and from Jesus and from realizing the authority and the majesty and the power of Jesus Christ. And uh, with this authority, yeah, of being a child of God, it means that you have authority over demons, serpents, snakes. You can step on them. You can cast them out. You can raise the dead, heal the sick, help the poor. And you can make disciples of many nations because you will be my witnesses, says Jesus. If you have eyes to see and ears to hear, you will be his witnesses, but you will also have testimonies, testimonies, test your flesh in this reality of the, you know, material world um, to demonstrate that you love the Lord and you have interest in the Lord. You have a very high interest rate. Then you put your treasures in heaven, not on earth. And it's all about love, which is spiritual, and it is uh, not a physical thing. And Satan just comes along to distract you from the true love of Christ. That's what I think. Hmm. It's very frustrating. Because... Everything in the world is all pagan. There's nothing to honor the Lord. And so we need to come back to basics. Because I believe things like Valentine's Day takes you away from God, takes away the glory. Every day is Sabbath day. Every day we're meant to demonstrate the love of Christ, not just one day a year. See what I mean? It's just so many things about it that just make it evil. Mm. My opinion. Love you all in Christ. You know what I, I just want to also mention? I heard you discuss this in the Colossians Bible study today. In the book of Colossians, Paul goes on about how Jesus is alive inside him. And what an amazing feeling it is. And he can feel him alive, moving inside him. The way he describes it is just so wow. You know, and I was listening to that. It sounded like it was written for me. It sounded like it was written for me today. And uh, this is so amazing. It's written for us today. Really, it is. Um, we don't need anything else. We don't need anything else but the Lord and the love of Christ. Jesus came here, died on the cross to save us from death. So we need to stop uh, living in the world of the dead and celebrating world of dead celebrations. Please. But also, Paul kept saying about 
in his letters, is saying, well, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be with you at the moment, you know, physically. But I am with you, really, in the spirit. And I say the same. Jesus isn't here physically, but he's here in the spirit. He's manifesting himself in our fleshly bodies. He's coming alive. He's the true living God. That's why when you say, I am going to the shop, you know that God is with you because he's inside you, because God is called I am. Also, don't celebrate Christmas because, you know, when they sing Noel, they're actually singing No God because God's name is El, El as well. (laughs) So, yes. We should be celebrating the love of Christ every day. This is just a distraction from the true love of God. And those people who have done this, we have to remember that the Lord is in control and he is the author and the authority. This means all the people are doing horrible things as well. The Lord is above them too. So if you've got any worries, you take it to the Lord, surrender it to him. You have to surrender it, as in take it off your own chest and stop trying to solve the problem yourself, because we can't. And then hand it to him and say, I'm sorry, I don't know what to do. And he would take it. I had it once where I, I really, really was very hurt by someone and so much pain I could actually feel my heart crack. And it was a physical pain, and it was so intense, and it went on for days. And I said to God, oh, this is so horrendous. I said, please, could you just take the pain away? So I don't even think about this person. And and yeah, straight away, pain taken away. And it was gone. And then I didn't hate that person. I didn't feel angry or hurt. I didn't feel anything. I just felt compassion and pity. And I prayed for them. That's so beautiful. Mm. So there's more than one way to tackle things and skin a cat. So if you've got a problem with somebody, pray for them and pray for yourself that the Lord would take away that anger and pain and frustration whatever it is that they've done to you, because then your holy temple will be clean. It's about being clean. I don't know if you ever watched that um, that film Thinner. Yes. On this film, there is a, a big fat bloke, and he's driving his car. And uh, while he's driving the car, he's getting a blowjob. And then he hits an old lady gypsy, really old lady, and he kills her. And then it goes to court and all the judges and solicitors and everything were all corrupt. So the gypsy husband puts a curse on them all. And the big fat bloke loses loads of weight. And that's why the film's called Thinner. (laughs) And he uh, is then known as the white man from town, this big fat one who becomes thin. And uh, so it's white man from town. And he goes to the gypsy and he asks him to lift the curse. And there's after many struggles, 
should definitely watch it. It's called Sinner. And I think it's a Steven Spielberg film. Um, and so anyway, the old gypsy man turns around and says to him, It's better to be clean. It's better to be clean. You know what he meant. You need to be clean every day. We have redemption through Christ. And I talked about that in the redemption statement sermon. Because the Lord is the word and he makes a statement. He manifests the word into reality by speaking it. What was the thought now becomes our reality. God is so amazing. So, we are also what we think and what we speak. So by our actions, we demonstrate Christ in our love, in the way we talk to people, the way we show our love for them. And if we do something wrong, like upset someone at the shop, we go and say sorry, try and put it right. And um, I had it some years ago. And uh, when I was hacked and gang stalked, and I had a Christian lady said, oh, God doesn't love you anymore. Well, that was a lie. God loves you. He came for the sinner. He did. And um, so anyway, I repented. And what the Lord showed me is I'd done some things wrong. And this was causing a blockage. So I couldn't really get through to God. And I couldn't get his assistance because by me doing things wrong, it put a big gate, a sort of metal fence around me, which stopped the Lord from getting to me because uh, I was in this dark area of sin. And God is holy, so he couldn't step in and help me until I recognized this sin and I apologized not only to God, but to the people I had sinned against. And so I did, and that helped me. And then I was able to get through to God better. I know it sounds strange to illustrate it in this way, um, but I really feel that we've all got different little pieces, you know, of the Holy Spirit. And we've all learned different things. And we all got to share it and do our testimonies hmm. and confess to one another that the Lord is our Savior and Redeemer. And in doing that, we join the love, which is like an ocean, never ending, and we're all unified even though we are separate. It's all unified in our thinking and everything else. <sighs> so beautiful. So next time you come across someone and you have a disagreement, remember that God is watching everything. And it's about being pleasing to Him. Because no one else matters, only the Lord. And no one can love you like God. 
because he's the only true God. And he's real. And he's alive inside you. And it's true what Paul says. When you hate your brother, you're hating part of your own body because we're all the body of Christ. So remember that sometimes when people are having a bad time, they they lash out and say nasty things. They do. Some people are not as far along on the journey. But then you also must realize that you can't make weeds into wheat. So we have got two teams down here. It's very interesting, it is. And there is a harvest going on where the Lord's separating the true people of God, children of God, from those who are not. Because he has got a will which he has to execute. And that can only happen when someone dies. And that was Jesus who completed the sentence of words, but also on the cross for a crime he didn't commit. And the will and the New Testament, new will and testament, which was written, fulfills this, but now it's about finding the children of God who are all unified through the Spirit in love. Because love conquers everything. Don't you think that's interesting? Love conquers everything, and we're unified through it. We need to stand united because a kingdom that is not united is divided and will not stand. And then we've also got the Spirit unifies us all together. And so we also know that the truth is inside us and Jesus is inside us. So it's about making sure that we are fully filled up in our cup. And the only way to do that is with the love. And the only way to get the love is to get rid of all the hatred, get rid of all the poison. And fill your cup right up with the love of Christ. To love Christ above everything, I think it's blow your mind amazing. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So I think that brings me to an end of the Valentine, Valentine's Day sermon. And... um, I look forward to doing another sermon very soon on AI and some other bits and pieces, which I'm still working on. I've got so many to do, but I wanted to get this out today. And uh, remember that the Lord loves you and he's with you and you don't need anyone else's love. Never seek man or his approval because it's only God's approval and God's love that you need. It really is. And it's only God's love and God's approval that you can give as well. We don't stand in our own authority either. We stand in the authority of Jesus because we are purchased for a price. We don't belong to anyone. We belong to Jesus. So we're not slaves to death and sin. We're slaves to the truth now and love through the Spirit. We we actually are free, as in the kingdom of God has come upon you. Hmm. All through love. Not the veil in time, but the love. Let's close with the sinner's prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that 
you came to earth and died on the cross for my sins. I know that I'm a sinner. I beg forgiveness for my sins. I know you are the Son of God. I'm so sorry for everything I've done wrong. Please forgive me. Give me a chance to put it right where I can and to forgive others if they've hurt me. I'm washed clean by the blood of Jesus Christ. I cast out all demons, hexes, curses, witchcraft, Satan and his cronies in the name of Jesus. And if my family have followed pagans, witchcraft, Satan or his cronies or the Freemasons or the Masons or any pagans or any tarot readers or Ouija boards, any pagan festivals or anything like this, please release us now from any generational curses and remove those chains and remove those curses for me, my family, past, present and future in the name of Jesus. I pray right now I am washed clean by the blood of Jesus Christ. I also command all illness to leave, all listeners. I command it now in the name of Jesus and for you to be completely renewed spiritually, mentally, emotionally through your soul and your body. You'll be completely cleansed and washed clean by the blood of Christ. And also, Lord, please help us, give us strength in these difficult times and wisdom to navigate this world along with knowledge. Let us shine the light of Jesus that others may also come to the love of Christ and join the kingdom. Let all the demons be petrified and flee when they see me and please give us the finances to support ourselves in our homes and our businesses, our workplaces our children to have all the things that they need love, support and the resources if they are not getting it at school to provide this at home I pray right now that we have enough food on the table and we help our brothers how we can in Jesus mighty name I thank you Father it's Aisha from God FM take care everyone God bless you